Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Let's talk about these flock cameras. This is not my first time to hear of it because just a couple of days ago, we heard from Tulsa County about this. They're getting some. Mm -hmm. And also, Mayor Bynum was on the morning news last week saying uh, that he and and Chief Franklin went out to Vegas and looked at this kind of thing. So we've been getting a clue. Um, Before I ask you some of my specific questions, I'll just have you give us the broad overview of what this system is and why Tulsa is looking to bring it here. So um, back in October, the at the major city chiefs of police function, the Na- uh, National Police Foundation announced that they were partnering with Axon Technology and Flock Safety um, to offer 25, they call it ALPRs for automatic license plate reader uh, devices or cameras uh, to be deployed within any member of that uh, group for a year free of charge. Um, and since you know, we've seen the success of license plate readers in other cities, especially the success that Flock Safety is having. Um, Flock is in a kind of a unique environment where they will they sell the same uh, equipment to private in, uh, organizations, so like neighborhood associations and, and large businesses, as they do police. And then the private group has the ability to give permission to law enforcement to see you know, what's going for the law enforcement agency, local law enforcement agency to see what's passing by their, their device. Um, so it's an opportunity that, you know, we, we want to take advantage of. It's, it's zero cost to the citizens of Tulsa. And it's kind of what they're doing is um, the National Police Foundation are running a study to see the success of uh, license plate readers in major cities. So we started talking with Flock uh, back in probably November and then you know, over the course of time, we've developed our own policies here for the city and uh, been becoming more and more familiar with it and developing a, a deployment plan and really coming up with the strategy that we want to use uh, license plate readers for. Um, you know, and when talking with Flock Safety, there's kind of two strategies that they recommend if you're focused on um, property crime and or an, an, a small neighborhood, they will they kind of face the the uh, cameras inbound. And so, and just to kind of give a little background on the cameras, these are stationary. They're more like they they register movement and then they take a picture, a still frame. It's like a trail cam, right, if you're a hunter? Yeah, that's a great great analogy, like a trail cam. They, take, they don't take video in the sense of, you know, we can't like, there's no opportunity for us to just sit there and watch it stream. It is a movement goes by, it takes an image, and then it, using the software, it's able to pull out a license plate, run that license plate with the national uh, database, the NCIC database for a vehicle that's on what they call a hot list. And then if the vehicle is on that hot list, whether it's because it's the vehicle stolen, the tag is stolen, it could be a, um, an amber alert or a vehicle just related to a missing person, it will notify the police uh, department on the time and location and i'm it it is almost instantaneous 
the the notification. So they can send an email or text message uh, to whoever has an account, which is why we created a policy so that our police officers can can have access to that data immediately, and then of course use it appropriately um, to avoid any any future issues with that that technology that we might have with you know how how it's being used. Looking at flock safety, your the images that I've seen are uh, it's the roadway. It is if if the vehicle wasn't there, you'd be seeing the concrete of the road, and so it's and it's capturing you know vehicles coming and going, and vehicles that um, are moving by without a license plate. It has nothing to read. It just has the the type of vehicle that went by. They retain that information for 30 days and then it's gone. So uh, they don't keep, we're not retaining uh, the data of people coming and going for long periods of time. And after 30 days, it rolls off and um, we no longer have access. I actually, in preparing for this call, I was looking back at some of the emails. There are flock safety cameras in Tulsa owned by a few uh, neighborhoods. And so just to learn the system, I've been able to receive some of the, the hot lists. Of course, they're always when I'm in bed asleep, but um, uh, I went back to pull some of them up and I can't get, the images are gone. I can't, I can't pull that up anymore because after 30 days, they, they go away. But um, so that's kind of the nuts and bolts, I would say, of, of LPR. Um, I should go back kind of talking about that strategy. Yeah, you so said the first us, thing was um, like facing in for a particular neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. so for us, we're really focused on reducing violent crime. Um, and the strategy for reducing violent crime is instead of capturing inbound or um, traffic that's coming into an area, it's about capturing the traffic that's leaving an area. So what, uh, what the LPR would, will allow us to do, what Flock Safety's LPR specifically will allow us to do, is if we have, say, uh, a vehicle description or a tag and even a partial tag, we would have the ability to run the uh, the vehicle description and put a timestamp, you know, hey, in the last hour, how many red four-door pickups have gone by in this, uh, in this area. And then it starts to allow us to um, identify who potential suspects could be. And, and then if there's a license plate that's readable, you know, potentially, where is that vehicle registered? Who's the registered owner? Is there an address? Um, in the last 30 days, where else has that vehicle been in our city? So instead of sending resources, you know, to the wind to try to find the suspect, we can start pinpointing an area where we know, hey, there was a, um, there was this vehicle description with this tag that fled the area after, immediately after a shooting. Well, now we can tell well, they they we're on this street and they went this direction and start sending resources that way instead of in the opposite direction. That's really cool that you can, I mean, I like the idea of the being able to plug in the parameters and, and maybe narrow that down, especially if you're looking at, you know, we know what happened at this intersection. Let's look for that type of vehicle and the timeline be a huge tool. Um, you mentioned earlier that it can be automatically triggered. So if somebody drives by and their, their tag number has been entered into the Amber alert system without anybody spotting it, it comes straight to a police officer. Is that how that would work? That is, that's exactly how it worked. Now, for, for our policies, we are not allowing officers to use that uh, information as the probable cause to, to stop a car. 
So if this vehicle comes back, this particular tag number is reported by Flock Safety as being stolen. We're still requiring the officers to to run that tag to ensure that it, it is still a stolen vehicle and that the person you know wasn't wasn't really leaving. Uh, they found their vehicle and. We had another officer that showed up and, and removed it from the database, and it had yet to update in Flock Safety's um, list, hot list. So we don't want us to pull somebody over that's in their vehicle that they just recovered and are wondering why police officers are pulling them over when they're they're in their vehicle. They're you know they're, right. there's no reason for them to be detained. Does that I've, make, does I've that seen make sense? Uh, I've been I've been yeah. present for stolen car stops. It's it's. Um... A little different, so. Right, correct, correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. all right, uh, that's very interesting. Um, now, there's a stat here in this release, and I know it mentions 1,400 cities, 40 states. I know um, Chief Franklin got to see an example out in Vegas, but it says uh, shown to reduce crime by up to 70%. That's a bold statement. So what do you know about that? Um, what That number comes from um, Flock Safety's uh, data that they, they produce. So I really can't speak to... You know where they've seen that reduction, what specific type of reduction has happened. Um, it's just a matter of it's you know part of their marketing to to show that the effectiveness of it, which plays into you know what the study's about, what this what we're participating in. Does license plate readers really reduce crime as as much as it as these vendors will tell you that it does? I so I think it's pretty bold of. Uh, flock safety to put to participate in a study like they're looking they're going to be involved in and run the risk of you know uh, maybe the numbers don't come back the way they do so I, I in speaking that way there's some a little more confidence I would say in in what they're producing so let me ask you this uh, people will undoubtedly have privacy concerns with this um, you know, they say they don't recognize faces, but I know people are going to hear that and go, uh-huh, sure. So how do, how do they prove or how would TPD reassure the citizens of Tulsa that these flock safety cameras are not going to look for their face or remember their face? Well, uh, short of us providing some examples once they're up and running and just here's what it's reading, here's what it's, what the pictures that were being provided. Um I, that, that's the only way for us to do it, just be transparent about what uh, Flock Safety is providing. Of course, you can get on Flock Safety's website. Like I said, they're, they also market to private industries. So they're looking to sell their product to them as well. And they they give a lot of examples uh, of what what their system does. Um, as far as I know with them, there is no facial recognition software through Flock Safety. I don't. I can't say that... You know, it's an industry they're not looking at for their own future use uh, and try to sell, but we are not we are not using Flock Safety's automatic license plate readers and have the technology to do facial recognition. All right. Now, the um, and talking with them, the move like they they purposefully put the the devices in a place where they're the motion is of a vehicle. Uh, they've had places before where it's there's parked cars that are on the on the street, and the movement of a person coming and going from their vehicle, it 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 will show it'll sense the motion, snap a picture. Obviously, there's no license plate there to capture. Um, there's no movement of a vehicle, and all it does is burn the battery down faster um, and wear the device out faster. So 
when they deploy them, they're put them on roadways where you don't have parked traffic that's commonly there in, in a residential area on the streets. Keep it keep it to where the device lasts longer. Uh, we have fewer issues than if we keep it where it's just focused on. You know, I'll give an example. One of the locations we're putting it at um, is northbound on uh, um, 149th East Avenue around 38th. So north of that, there's some apartments that we've had some high crime at. It, when it points on the road, it's going to have the two lanes that are going northbound. You won't see any, unless somebody is walking in the street, you won't capture any people moving. Okay, so it's not like this wide angle, you know, you're not going to see no. the sidewalks and the stoplights, just straight road. No, it covers, it covers two lanes of traffic. That's okay. what it's capable of doing. Um, one more question on the privacy thing, just because I, I'm being the middleman here. When we mentioned this a couple of days ago, we got um, listener questions. We have what we call the open mic. It comes through mm-hmm. our app. Sure. Um, so I'll play you one of those and just see what you think. Basically, the scheme is that a oh, government sorry, one second. will hire... You probably can't hear that, can you? All right, take two. Basically, the scheme is that a government will hire these third-party companies who will then uh, use consumers to do the legwork and gather up data, which is then turned over to the government. Uh, Not cool. (laughs) We get a lot of calls like that. I just thought I'd give you the chance to respond to it. Yeah, I don't really, um, I don't quite understand what he's he's pointing to. I guess he's referring to um, like the neighborhoods that have partnered with Flock Safety and have purchased their uh, devices to help you know, manage the, who's coming and going from their neighborhood. And then that as a third party, they're giving us that information. So we, you know, we, uh, I don't, I, um, I really don't have much to say <laughs> as, as far as I, I didn't quite understand the gentleman's yeah. point. It basically, I mean, it's not like you're working to gather data on people outside of just, you know, if it's captured and it happens to be on that list kind of thing. Correct. All right. Correct. Um, all right. Now, here's a question that I have personally. I've been in other states where I've seen um, cameras. I don't know if it's these very ones, but Mayor Bynum mentioned flashing lights on top of them. Will they all have mm-hmm. that? The Flock Safety uh, uh, LPRs, they will not have that that flashing light or um, you know, any signs or anything. They're just They'll be just along the roadway, and they'll look like a piece of traffic equipment. Gotcha. Um, well, I think what the mayor is talking to, we went out to uh, Las Vegas. I was with them on that trip. Um, Las Vegas has overt uh, cameras. They're uh, pan-tilt-zoom cameras, and they're in, a cons- con- they're in a box. That's what I'm trying to say. They're in a box, that, and they put a red and blue light on them. And so they're, they're very transparent about, hey, here is a – here is a, a camera that the license that the Las Vegas Metro PD are monitoring, and they were giving us examples of um, people in Las Vegas that are staring directly at those cameras and then messing around with a gun in their waistband and then going down the street and selling it. So, you know, it's it that's a special type of person to know that the police have a camera that's directed your way. And then still continue to involve yourself in, uh, you know, uh, trafficking firearms illegally. So, no, that then that's something that you know down the road, if uh, you know we start to grow with technology, that, that we we are interested in doing as well, like having the ability to 
in our in our areas of like hey we are pl- we're placing this camera here to it keeps it um it's a force multiplier for our department is really kind of the way to look, that they they pitch it and the way you look at it is we can have a group of people that are able to watch um you know if a crime is going out to be able to to identify what's happening in real time and we're not trying to be covert and hide the fact that we're out there trying to improve public safety. All right. So that part's not this. We're just talking the license plate readers for Tulsa at this point. Yep. Right okay. now, all we're talking about is flock safety's license plate readers. Good to know. Um, I was, um, one of my questions you just sort of eliminated because, um, the, the one I saw that had the lights on it, I was in just outside of new Orleans and, uh, the person I was riding with said, Oh yeah, that can, uh, catch you speeding and send you a ticket. And I was like, I, I don't know if that's true, um, but I don't think Tulsa would be doing that. Uh, that is that is nothing that I'm aware of that we're looking at um, uh, kind of t- along those lines. And this is more of a personal, uh, my brother-in-law sent me a, a story from Stockholm, uh, Sweden, where they're using that technology you just mentioned about you know, giving people tickets and of course they capture everybody that's moving that's speeding and they enter every num every license plate into a lottery once a month and give some of the proceeds to people who are following the law they pull your name out of a hat and any uh money that's been earned from you know sending speeders a tickets in the mail uh the people who are law-abiding have a chance to win. I thought that was kind of... <laughs> That's really neat. Uh, that was kind of a funny incentive. Uh, but no, we we are not uh, looking at that, that technology to where, you know, like you talk about, where someone ran the red light, we captured it, and here's your ticket you get in the mail uh, 10 days later. All right. Um, you mentioned this is a, a standard program, so uh, what I basically am hearing is TPD is getting 25? Correct. Okay. Uh, you gave me a location, which gives, leads me to believe you have more locations. How have, how is it determined where they will go, and have they all been determined? Um, we have we've been using our um, our violent crime heat map, we call it, and so we've we have worked with the division commanders um, and, a, and a few of their investigative units that are in our operations, and, and kind of divided these twenty five amongst the three divisions. And they have they have placed them in place in locations that are um, just historically, of course, most recently um, had issues with violent crime. So uh, I'll give an example. And I don't know. I can't rattle off all the addresses for you, but um, Riverside Division was very concerned with uh, the area around 61st and Peoria. And so they're not all their focus, but some of their focus on deploying the their cameras at we divvied up is to is to be in that area now as we talked about our strategy is reducing violent crime um on in addition to that you're going to run into if if stolen vehicle goes by even though we're not uh deploying these to reduce property crime we're looking at violent crime it's still going to alert us that a stolen vehicle went through this intersection or went past this this camera and if a savvy uh, police officer is parked, you know, somewhere close by, it's going to be easy to be able to pull out within a, a moment's notice, identify the vehicle, run the tag, pull them over, and, and recover someone's stolen vehicle. 
Yeah, that's that's um, that sounds like it would be really beneficial for the for the police department and for you know the people the victims of these crimes. Their stolen cars recovered faster, which I know someone who um, is lucky enough. Actually, I'm someone who's lucky enough to have had a vehicle stolen and recovered, but it's not always the case. No. Um, so, would it be possible for you to send me that whole list? Do you have access to that for where they're going to be? Um, I do, but I don't know. We, we're in the we are in the process of permitting and like we're not ready to deploy them yet so i wouldn't want to give you something that uh, a month from now we've moved and had to make adjustments because of uh, the process so we can well i can imagine we would be releasing that in the future all right um we've gone on quite a while here so i know you've probably got other interviews and things to do today last thing for you is i noticed the um the mention of public meetings uh, people will be concerned about this, and it looks mm-hmm. like the city and TPD are aware and want to make sure they can uh, talk to people. So tell me more about um, the public comment section of, of this whole thing. So I know our first meeting that we have scheduled is uh, next Tuesday at 530, I believe, at the Spirit Life or Life Spirit Church. Let me look at my calendar. And I'll be going out and talking to the community there. It's at 5345 South Peoria. I know they're having a public safety meeting there. Yeah, Spirit Life Church. I'll be out. I'll be talking there. I was talking to the division commander out at GID, and I think he's got a meeting scheduled or coming up to be scheduled. And same thing out with MVD. I haven't got the uh, specifics on that yet. So, but we just want to, we want to be able to go around and you know people have questions or uh, concerns or you know just like the gentleman you played um, about third-party consumers releasing information to give to the government. Um, they can come out and ask us those questions at the time, and maybe a good time for me to ask a follow-up about, you know, I don't quite understand uh, what you're, what you mean by that statement. Yeah. So, Okay. Well, that covers most of it for me. Um, do you know uh, if, I guess it's sort of based on how this all goes, but is there already interest in keeping this um, if it, you know, after that one year trial? And do you know the cost of that? Um, there is interest in keeping it. I don't have the cost off the top of my head. Um, but again, we, we're, we're not obligated to keep them. That's one thing that was very important for us this contract that if at the 12 months is over and we haven't seen the success that they wanted to see. We're not we're not bound to purchase anything from them or, or to keep them for a period of time. All right, Captain Jacob Johnston, thank you so much. Is there anything you wanted to add that I didn't ask you? Um, I don't think so. I really appreciate the phone call. Um, you know, and I look forward to seeing how this system is able to assist uh, the police department in reducing violent crime. And of course. Um, I, I would love to see a 70% reduction in crime in, in the areas of the city that we're deploying these.